Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Oleg Maslov. He's a TEDx speaker, author, and entrepreneur. Oleg, thanks for being on our show today. Thanks so much, Christopher. Appreciate you having me. So we were just joking around about how your last name is super famous, but you said it's not so much famous in Russia, but I'm like, look, branding is important. So Maslov is such a, a powerful name in the, in the US where we are, even though our listeners are all around the world. But tell us um, what specifically you spoke about for your TEDx talk. Uh, my TEDx talk was about simulation hypothesis, the idea that all of us are living in a digital simulation. Interesting, like kind of like what Elon Musk has, has postulated. Yeah, exactly. It's basically like extrapolating uh, the matrix and talking about, you know, how this actually could be uh, fact. And why did you come up or how did you come up with that? You know, because it's a, it's, it's like, it's, yeah. So how, how did you come up with that? Were you just like sipping a cup of tea one day and <laughs> decided to create this, uh, concept to give a speech on that because it's it's not something like simple like oh i'm going to share with you a story this is like real heady stuff well it was a long journey i think uh you know these things you don't suddenly switch on and say this is what i believe now it's it's more like uh, over time you see different bits and pieces from different uh you know sciences and disciplines and then you put the puzzle pieces together and you start to see the picture uh so that was kind of um my intention to paint this picture that I had seen for myself uh, to my audience. And the TEDx talk is definitely geared toward a like beginner audience. Uh, so I tried to make the concepts as simple as possible. Well, share with our audience these simple concepts about why you think we're in a simulation. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, if you look around us, uh, there are so many programs about daily life. Uh, human DNA, for example, is a program. It's literally binary code. Um, and physical laws, uh, the things that govern our universe, um, they basically behave in a way that's very similar to how a computer program could behave um, in, in a video game, for example. When you look at the, the rapid development of video games in our society, over the last 20 years, they've grown by leaps and bounds. And it's only a matter of time before we're able to uh, create a simulated reality inside of a computer that basically behaves exactly the same way as our own, which gets you to thinking, um, could this be a simulation? And what are the chances that it is? So that's kind of like the basic intro level um, description of, of my thought process. And you really, really believe that we're all simulation. Yeah, for sure. But I, I don't think it changes anything, to be honest. Interesting. And so we talked about prior to the podcast that you help startups. What, what, how do you help startups? Yeah, so I worked for a venture capital firm um, and I have some exposure to the investing world. So uh, right now I'm helping some of my clients create pitch decks for investors and uh, to basically create any kind of deck for both internal actors um, if they need to present to their own board or management. Um, and also if they're raising money, if they're trying to uh, attract some other audience, 
Um, there's other types of strategies that I also do. And so just so that our listeners know, pitching decks, pitch decks are one of the most important things to understand whether you are a startup or an entrepreneur, because this is what I do for a living. I literally get paid to talk on a stage with a deck behind me to corporations like Discover or American Express or Google, or I have clients that I help them pitch themselves as an entrepreneur. So I want to just really, really stress that pitch decks are essentially a sales deck, which is supposed to persuade someone to maybe give you money or hire you, right? So absolutely. What, what do you feel, Oleg, that people don't get and how do you help them get the things that they don't get? Like what are some of the basic mistakes that most people that you meet are clueless about? Well, as we were talking about earlier before the podcast, I think you're absolutely right that your deck has to tell a story and you want to leave the audience with an impact. You want to create some sort of emotional reaction in them. The most powerful decks tell very powerful stories in simple ways uh, in the very beginning, you know, and, and some of the tactics that I've used with my clients are, for example, to put the big idea, the big vision towards the beginning. Um, the, one of the most important things for the first few slides is to make your audience shut up and grab the popcorn. That's a great way to put it. So can you share with us some examples of how you've made your audiences shut up so they can eat the popcorn or maybe the Twix Twixlers or their, their sticker bars? <laughs> <laughs> well, with my, uh, with one of my current clients, uh, what we've done is we've taken the big idea for their firm, a vision in the future, be it five to 10 years out where uh, it, it's a pervasive technology that changes things fundamentally that has a huge impact on industries. And we started, we started the deck out by telling a story uh, where the idea is front and center and where the audience's imagination can move to all sorts of different areas uh, and, and take many of the, th uh, the things in the deck for themselves. Uh, and then, of course, after that, the, the deck becomes more structured and we go into um, very concrete examples of how uh, this company is developing this idea and how this idea is not only going to be profitable, but which industries it's going to affect, how it's going to help clients and, you know, the meat and bones. Yeah. Now, why do you think you, you, you have it in that order? Well, it just depends on the project. Uh, some projects, I think this kind of uh, approach is really useful because of the wow factor. Uh, other projects are more, uh, I guess, industrialized or institutionalized where you don't necessarily have this, you know, big vision, Elon Musk kind of idea where uh, the idea needs to be explained in a very uh, procedural way uh, to people who would be interested. And I think it's a case by case, really. Uh, but we, ch uh, we chose to go in this direction because uh, the idea is something that makes people stop and think. Yeah. And that's so important. Like I said, I, I can't stress more about how we live in the most distracted time in human history where I read this article about an app company and they said that the average person checks their phone 110 times per day but the high frequency user checks the phone 900 times a day. So mm. along your point, Oleg, if you don't catch them and grab their attention, you've already lost them. And I think this is actually Don Valentine, who's the co-founder of, of Sequoia Capital, one of the most well-known VC firms in the world has said that he laments that people don't share stories. 
but also the guy, um, he's like the Apple evangelist. Uh, I think is I, 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 I'm, I'm forgetting his name is Robert um, Kiyosaki, I think. But uh, that's either the rich dad poor guy or the, the but there's an angel, he's an Apple evangelist, an Apple evangelist, and he pretty much was like 10 slides, 20 font, 30 minutes. And this guy <laughs> is like a hardcore VC where if you can't impress upon us in just 10 slides, 20 font, and 30 minutes, you're not worthy of our time because they get pitched all the time. So I want to just stress to our audience how important your skill set is, Oleg. And now, how can our guests learn more about you and your services? Well, I'm happy uh, to speak with anybody via LinkedIn. Right now, I'm, I'm mostly just developing my business. Uh, as we spoke about earlier, my passion lies with uh, a, a project that I'm working on with a team in Tokyo. Uh, I'm working with some uh, colleagues on developing a Japanese-style manga. So uh, there, there's some different interests here, and I'm, I'm very happy to speak about individual projects on a case-by-case -case basis. Uh, I prefer only to work with projects that I truly believe in. Um, so if I don't think that there's anything that I can do for a company, I probably am not super interested in taking that work at this time. Uh, but via my LinkedIn profile is probably the best way to reach me. Great. Well, thanks so much for your time, Oleg, and I appreciate you sharing with us the simulation that we're all in right now. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Christopher. It's a pleasure talking to you.